It's that time of year again. Back to school, listeners. Stay tuned for the Back to School special. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University in beautiful, wondrous, splendid West Virginia, preparing for a new semester, my 16th year teaching, as my young one and many like him prepare for the year's first school bells to soon ring. What a wondrous, wonderful time of year it is when summer slowly slips into fall. One story this week and some words of encouragement for the new year. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Diane and Deidre and Billy the Bully. Diane and Deidre were friends. They had a lot of common interests. They both liked the same toys. They both preferred the playground equipment, including the really tall and fast and kind of scary slide. They also both liked running. Diane and Deidre ran everywhere. Deidre was a little bigger and a bit stronger than Diane, and she was definitely faster. This wouldn't stop Diane from challenging her good friend to a race almost every day after school, and Deidre always won. This frustrated Diane. You always win. I'll never be as fast as you. Deidre replied, practice makes perfect. That's what my mom always says. Deidre was not only faster than Diane, she was faster way faster than every other kid in her own grade, except one, Billy. She didn't like Billy. Billy was a bully, a really fast bully. Billy the bully was as mean as they come and always picked on his classmates and got in trouble with his teachers. He was what Deidre's mom would call a bad egg though Deidre had no idea what that meant. All she knew is that the kids' field day race was coming up at school, and she wanted to win. Deidre wanted to win and show that big bully who the best runner in the class was. He won the year before and rubbed it in everybody's faces. But she wouldn't get to realize her dream of crossing that finish line inches ahead of her arch-nemesis. Why? Deidre got injured. She sprained her ankle the day before the big race. Deidre was sad. She knew she could outrace Billy if she was healthy, but she wasn't. She was too hurt to race. Billy the bully bragged to everyone that he was going to win the race again, and he said, nobody better get in my way of first place or I'm going to pound you. He scared everyone, except Deidre. 
She had a plan. You can beat him, Deidre said to her good friend Diane. No, Diane replied. I can't beat you, and he can, so how can I beat him? We're always so close. You can win. I know it. You just have to push yourself. Diane doubted herself, but she was determined to stand up for her classmates and do what her best friend Deidre was supposed to do, cross that finish line before Billy the Bully. And she did. Or she would have, if Billy hadn't fallen ten yards shy of the finish line. The race had been very close up until then. Diane could have easily won, but she stopped. She stopped to help Billy the Bully. What are you doing? You're going to lose, Billy said, surprised. Are you okay? Diane answered. By then, Donovan Davenport had won. Billy the Bully grumbled. I can't believe you let Donnie win. He paused. But thanks. Of course, Diane replied. Are you? I'm fine. Billy wasn't sure what to say. Nobody had ever been nice to him before. Bullies are often bullies because so many people are mean to them and they don't know how else to behave. He didn't quite know how to respond. Diane took his hand and they crossed the finish line together. They were the last two to finish the race, but they each won something more important that day. Diane and Deidre still ran every day after school, as soon as Deidre's ankle healed, and sometimes Billy even joined them. The End That's a bully story with a happy ending, though I know that many don't go that way. One can hope for the best. I wish you many winning races, listeners, and as few bullies in your life as possible. I'm a bit of a runner myself. In fact, I ran a 5K in June, and I'm registered for another this month. But enough about my athletic accomplishments. I love summer. The sunshine stays a little longer. Fireflies light up the night. Fireworks pop. Front porch sitting is the norm, unless, of course, it's a pool day. Bedtime rules relax. Summer reading lists grow, be it part of a public library or no. Events, festivals, and fairs fill the calendar. June and July stretch out in time like a happy dream, it seems. But once August comes knocking, it's time for those three little words. Back to school. Soon young ones will be off to begin a new grade, a new phase of life, new teachers and old friends. Hopefully some new friends, too. For some, starting life in a new school, August can be a scary time, full of stress and anxiety and fear. That's understandable. 
So if you are able, if you can hear me and you are able, do me a favor. Reach out to that new student or maybe that old student that you know but never really got to know that well. Say hi. Ask them to play. Tell them a joke. Or just smile. Sometimes a simple gesture can be the difference between someone having a good day and a bad day. And a good day can go a long way. School is a place, should be a place, where all boys and girls should feel safe to grow and learn about the world and about themselves and about friendship. I hope you have that kind of year. One that challenges and affirms you and your classmates. Wherever you are, whatever stage of life, be it grade, kindergarten, or 12, or somewhere in between, or somewhere beyond, I'm entering 39th grade myself. Whatever your past or present or future, I hope you have had a wonderful summer, rich in adventure, and I wish you a dazzling school year ahead, plentiful in positivity and warmth and optimism and, of course, learning. Remember, learning is a lifelong journey. Enjoy it. I end this program each week by saying, be good to each other. And I mean it. I really hope you are good to each other. Being good to one another. I hope that more than most things. Because the world can never have too much kindness. We'll be back next week with some kids' superheroes and a poetic tale of friendship. Do you know what a crossover episode is, listeners? A crossover is when characters from one story and characters from another story interact in the same story. For example, if our kid superheroes and our time-traveling teens met in one epic tale... That would be a crossover, and that is exactly what you can expect from next week's episode, episode 46. You see, I've teased that the kid superheroes will be there with dinosaurs, but what you didn't know is that the time-traveling teens will be there too. And also, this isn't the only crossover episode we have coming up. Episode 48 and episode 50, our one-year anniversary episode, will also feature crossovers as many, many of the characters that you've come to know and love over the past year come together in stories titled Dinos in Splendid and it came from the splendid swamplands. And finally, the seven stones of Pangaea. So make sure you're caught up on all 45 episodes. This is episode 45. And we'll be back next week. Have a wild and 
wonderful week. And listeners, be good to each other. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a Pez dispenser. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.